My Gay Expose podcast, currently sitting at number 17 of the top 200 best LGBTQ plus podcasts of all time. That's right, bitches. You didn't hear wrong. That is actual fact. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and my preferred pronouns are he, him, his, and I identify as a cis male who just so happens to love dick. When I was 10 years old, I saw that classic Mark Wahlberg underwear ad for Calvin Klein while watching TV with my family. And in that moment, I knew that I was so gay. I didn't really know what it meant at the time, but as I would continue to grow through my teen years, I would learn that what my family, they didn't really accept that. And I knew that that was something that I couldn't be. Fast forward to me coming out super late in life at the age of 27 and maneuvering through this new gay life, new gay journey, and the struggles that I had dealt with in my past were suddenly laid to rest. Fast forward to me moving to the Castro District of San Francisco and living in the heart of all things gay. And the struggle suddenly in my life was just a fond and distant memory. And I can't tell you how amazing it feels to sit here, right here, right now in this moment and just know that I will probably never deal with any sort of gay-related struggle in my life. Ever again, I have never felt more confident as a gay individual as I have ever been in my entire life. And to me, the gay struggle is over. Fast forward to 2021, and here we go with all of this new, all of the transgender rights that are suddenly coming out in the news, all of this non-binary pronoun respect, etc. So for someone like me who was born in 1980 and considers himself the last year of Generation X, I have such a hard time wrapping my mind, not only around these specific new pronouns, but also what they mean. So sit back, relax, put on that condom, or pop your prep pill, and let's define what it means to know why someone considers themselves they, them, she, her, or he, his. You are now listening to My Gay Expose podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, and podcast host who's based out of San Francisco, California. Washburn here, and welcome back to My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's episode, we dive into all the different variations and definitions of what it means to be a part of the LGBTQ plus alphabet in regards to gender, pronouns, etc. And if you're anything like me and consider yourself to be a little bit older, <laughs> You kind of have a hard time understanding all of these things. And it's just so hard to maneuver through this specific journey with individuals and try your very best to accept them and be, I mean, not to accept them. I mean, I accept them, but to have them understand that they're being accepted by us for exactly who it is that they identify with. And their specific struggle right now that they're having is the exact same struggle that we dealt with all those many years ago. And so therefore, I feel very convicted to educate myself on all the different ways that I can understand 
this entire process and or journey that encompasses so many different types of individuals. And honestly, it's my job as an LGBTQ plus community activist to fully educate myself on all these different definitions as well as support them in anything moving forward. But first, before we Google gender pronouns and try our very best to fully get well-versed in what all of this means, first, let's hop into this week's re-exposé. Welcome to this week's re-exposé, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, God, fuck, what the hell, what was I actually trying to even say, oh God, that definitely merits a re-expose. Oh, wow. Okay, so lots and lots of people expressing their opinions and or questions in regards to last week's episode that focused on what it is. That was my specific type. And after listening through the episode, I kind of think that maybe the point was maybe a little missed for some people. (laughs) So pretty much the entire dynamic and or premise of the episode in which we were trying to cover was the fact that lots of people have a specific type of guy that they seek out in regards to their sexual and or romantic pursuits. And I just don't know what mine is. That was really just it. Like I just, I love sex. I love men. I love the attention that I receive from men, but I don't specifically seek out any one specific type. And when I said that I am into guys who are the worst possible guy for me ever, like backwards ball cap, muscles, dirty wife beater, smokes, like bad boy all over the place, the exact total opposite of every person that you know that you should not be with at all, but for some reason, you're just drawn to him. That's my actual... (laughs) fucking type. And that's honestly just for sex for the most part. Like when it comes to a relationship, I just don't even know where I sit at this point because my career is beginning to expand. I sort of just want someone who will stay out of my way, won't take focus from the spotlight from me, and really just support me in all of my endeavors and just be that supportive companion that I need. And whether that happens next week, or far, far into the distant future, or not at all. I'm perfectly okay with all three of those possible outcomes. And honestly, my relationship right now is with my Ronnie Washburn empire. And right now, that's all I really fucking care about, aside from the occasional grinder hookup sesh. Ugh, so... I have to reiterate this point that I brought up last week as well. When I focused on the sex drugs or that gay walk of shame episode in regards to how sex has such a hold on gay men within the gay community for sex specifically, I reached out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, with the question that was asked, your perspective and your opinion on what sex and drugs in the community means to you specifically. Like, I don't remember exactly how I phrased the question, but I remember I sent it out to my friend that I talked about last week. Do you remember this? Where he actually got back to me in like five days saying that his friend that I just so happened to meet about a month before died on overdosing from G. And you guys, I can't even express how fucking... I I just felt so stupid. Like I was just here I am trying to, you know, shoot off my question for the topic of the week and 
It just so happens that that specific topic of conversation was probably something that should have never landed on an iMessage on his phone. And I just felt so awful. I like apologized profusely, told him I was here for him in any way that he needs. But I I just, you know, this is the story of my life. This is exactly how my life works. I'm that person who innocently sends out something like this that just so happens to be something that is the exact devastation of an event that just so happened to take place right when I sent it. And it's just my uh, fucking luck. And my heart goes out to this friend. And I really hope that he gets through this with a clear mind. My condolences going out to this specific friend. So just for a little bit more clarification, yeah, that was my fucking luck. I, uh, God, I don't know why I get myself into those fucking situations. I just felt so fucking bad. But that being said, be careful when you do drugs recreationally, because this was not something that I think my friend or even me foresaw occurring in this exact time frame. And before we exit this week's re-expose, just for a little bit more clarification, and I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it. And I did this early on in the series, and I will say it once, I will say it twice. But if you keep asking me to repeat the same thing over and over fucking again, I will say it a third time. But after that third time, I will say it no more. So pay attention right now. RonnieWashburn.com is on a little bit of a lockdown. And we'll be back soon. Graphic designer and I had a falling out. He stripped his designs and I'm starting over from scratch with a new graphic designer and I'm really excited. And that is the last time that I will bring this up once again. Oh God, it's like shit. Calm down. It's coming back. Don't worry. I won't leave you hanging for much longer, but you can rest assured that I will announce all of the new launch dates for the website coming soon. And speaking of launch dates, I announced again last week in the Hot Gay Goss segment that I'm starting a new newsletter starting on January 1st, 2022, called A Gay in the Life of Ronnie. That's called A Gay in the Life of Ronnie. Now, you actually have to go onto my link tree on any one of my socials on Instagram at A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, which is my personal account, at Instagram at Exposing My Gay, which is the account for this show, or at Instagram Running Mouth Ronnie for the Running Your Mouth with Ronnie Instagram page. And if you click onto any one of those link trees, oh, also my TikTok, sorry, it's at Ronnie Washburn on TikTok. And you can click it. It says, again, in the life of Ronnie. And there's a page which will tell you all the information you need to know and all the goodies that you'll find on this monthly newsletter. And you guys, you're not going to want to miss this shit. I just trust me on that. But you have to click on it and subscribe with your email information and that way you get the official monthly newsletter launching January 1st, 2022, called A Gay in the Life of Ronnie. So click that subscribe button now. So before we reference our coworker as she in a sentence, realize the mistake and retract the actual sentence in a full stop and say, sorry, they, and then continue on with the sentence. First, let's get this week's hot gay goss expose. Welcome to this week's hot gay goss expose where we try and find topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society or just shit that I want to talk about 
because it's my show. And I'm wondering, kind of just out of curiosity, how's your week going? Well, let me tell you who is not having a good week this week. (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg. He announced to the world, I think a couple weeks ago, about his new metaverse that supposedly is coming from the new company that's been rebranded from Facebook to Meta. And you guys, this is so fucking stupid. And I have to say, it is not being received by anyone well. (laughs) I think this is a big mistake. And to be honest with you, it's a hiring 10,000 people to create this new thing mistake, as well as a $10 billion investment mistake. And I just really hope that this isn't the downfall of all things social media for Facebook, Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg, etc. Because I have a feeling this is not going to be like, what the fuck is he even thinking anyways? This is like some kind of fucking like nerdy ass wizardy like fantasy world bullshit. The fuck out of here. I get that social media isn't exactly reality, but this is like taking that like little glimpse of what social media is now as non-reality and throwing it into complete and entire unrealistic bullshit. Will he pull it off? What do you guys think? I have no fucking clue what to even think, but everything that he's trying to show us about what we can expect sounds like when Apple tries to over-publicize their new products, making them seem like they're so amazing and you just have to run out now and get them because it's the best thing in the world. And then when you purchase them, you realize that it's just the exact same thing as the Apple product that you had before you wasted $500. I feel like that's what Facebook is doing right now. So here's the thing. In preparation for my new monthly newsletter called A Gay in the Life of Ronnie and Please, by all means, click onto my link tree at any one of my socials and click the A Gay in the Life of Ronnie button and subscribe now. I downloaded WoW Presents Plus because pretty much it has any and all things drag queen shows, RuPaul's Drag Race, and anything associated with it. And I just have to say that even though I just recently downloaded it like a week ago, I'm starting to binge through like all the RuPaul Drag Race UK seasons. And I just have to say, I don't understand why (laughs) we speak the exact same fucking language as all these people in the UK. But yet I find myself reading the motherfucking subtitles because even though these characters are speaking English, I have no fucking clue what they're saying half the fucking time. Like, what is it about British people calling people cows and the idea of getting chips at the beach wrapped in a newspaper on the pier? It's just such a different culture. It's just mind-blowing. Who would ever thought that a culture that we actually came from is so different from our own? And I encourage you to actually download WoW Presents Plus because it's only $4.99 a month and you really just get anything that you want in regards to the entire fucking drag universe. It's got the Trixie Katia series. It's got like any and all other drag queen, like Bob and Monet's stuff's there. Like anything that you ever wanted from a drag queen is on this app. Pretty fucking amazing. I'm pretty happy with it. And again, I downloaded it to because there's going to be a specific segment in my newsletter related around the drag world. And if you want to know more, click that subscribe button at A Gay in the Life of Ronnie on any one of my social media accounts. And before we wrap up this week's Hot Gay Goss segment, I just wanted to share a little story with you that happened to be this week that I just don't fucking understand. So about two years ago, my roommate and I, and actually it was my idea, got this like light bulb moment 
thought when we were trying to set up our Christmas tree that year. And pretty much we had like a full recycle bin of White Claws because we we were both so into White Claws at the time. You know, this was the time frame when White Claws were like a huge thing and everybody just had to have them. And it was like hard to get them in stores sometimes. Remember that? This was that time frame. So this was like so fucking long ago. So the certified and verified White Claw Instagram account just recently reached out to me via DM on Instagram and sent me a message stating as follows. Hi, Ronnie. We love how you are celebrating with White Claw and would love to reshare your content on our Instagram stories slash Instagram feed. Can you please let us know if we A, have your permission to potentially reshare the content on our IG feed slash stories and B, if you were 25 years of age, please let us know. Please note, we will make some creative changes to the look of your content to fit our vibe, but we'll be sure to share the final product before posting and we'll tag you in the post. So there's so much wrong with this. First of all, this is like two and a half years old. So do I really want to be tagged on a photo that was like so deep into my Insta feed? I don't think so. But like they want to know also if they can make some creative changes like what the actual fuck do you mean by make some creative changes so are you gonna just like fucking photoshop my actual photo are you gonna crop my roommate out of it because if that's what you're gonna do then you have my full permission but this is just like what the fuck like you want to take my content and recreate it to fit your quote vibe unquote and by the way i'm over white claws because if i drink too many of them they make me sick the next day. So put that on your Instagram story. <laughs> so this is just like a big fucking absolutely no. I will not endorse White Claws. Not happening unless you want to fucking pay me. That's it. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a very gender fluid themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. On a Kinsey scale from one to ten, one being I have no fucking clue and ten being super well versed in the topic of conversation, How is your understanding of all the different gender variations as well as pronouns and how they're used to express certain genders? And if you have no clue why, and if you're fully versed, please, by all means, share. So let's get these responses now. And I have to say really quick, as a side note, most of my friends are around the same age as me. So this should be quite interesting. Michael says, I'm just too old to understand all of that extra stuff and I don't want to be ignorant to the topic. I'd like to be open to it and learn more, but sometimes it's just hard, especially in social situations when you just don't know what they identify with. And it's just so hard to tiptoe around offending someone. This is true. And I've been put into this situation a few times, so I totally identify. Peter says, I'm so confused by all the various and many different definitions that encompass gender. In fact, I think they should teach a class so that everyone can get educated on the subject. I'd sign up. Natalie says, I've never been exposed to any individual who doesn't identify as a male or a female. But honestly, I do want to meet like a transgender individual or somebody who identifies as 
non-binary. I think the topic is so interesting. Sergio says, maybe a seven or an eight. I understand many roles, but don't always know if someone is using them. And sometimes I make mistakes. But it's hard to do when you know someone for the last 15 years as a girl, and now they consider themselves non-binary. Wow, yes. See, I don't know anyone who has made such a sudden change that I've known for that long, so I can't... That would definitely be very fucking hard, for sure. Bobby says, I actually know of individuals who actually think that this entire notion of gender pronouns and all the sensitivities that are involved with all the many genders that are now out there is merely just a phase or a trend. And the only thing that I have to say to the people who think in this way is that straight people don't understand why someone identifies as gay. So therefore, why should we ever assume that people are just in a, quote, phase based on their gender? Matthew says, I have no fucking clue what you're even asking. Porter said, I have someone in my life who recently transitioned, but I've known this person for so many years. So it was really difficult to sort of change my mindset into this individual as the new individual. I got it eventually, but at the beginning, I slipped up quite a few times. But it's definitely a learning lesson for sure. Dorinda says, um... I feel like I may be a six or a seven. I do feel like gender roles and pronouns are evolving and changing as time passes, but I try my best to be respectful and mindful of how others view themselves. (laughs) And you guys, this is actually straight up the actual answer from everyone who is around my age and does not live in San Francisco for sure. I mean, it's a good answer. But can you just tell by the wording? (laughs) Jeremy says, I don't understand how lesbians have sex. I don't understand how straight men are attracted to women. And I don't understand how straight women are attracted to men. I fully understand that I love men and I'm male. And that is something that I know about myself. And because my mind is set in that way, that's what I'm into. But as far as the first two, I just don't get it. So the same should be said for anyone else who considers themselves to be any one of the 75 plus genders. Like I may not fully understand any of that shit either, but I still know it's a thing. It exists and everybody should just respect everybody for who they truly are. Alexis says, it's so interesting that you ask. A couple of weeks ago, I was a little confused about what specific pronouns being used meant. And I looked it up and I just pulled it up again. And here is what I found. Commonly used pronoun guide. One, F-A-E-E slash E-Y, he, per, she, they, V, X, E, Z, E, slash, Z, I, E, F, A, E, R, E, M, him, per, her, them, ver, X, E, M, H, I, R. The list goes on and on. Earself, himself, perself, herself, themself, Verse self, X E M S. And I just looked at all of this and just said, What the fuck? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this one either. <laughs> Timothy says, I think that we should all just assume that if you meet a new person and you're not exactly sure what's going on in regards to their gender and or what you think that they might go by as their pronouns. 
we should all just assume it's they, them, until otherwise verified. Raymond says, as society evolves, so do we as individuals. Think about it like this. 15 years ago, everybody got married. And today, who do you know that has actually stayed together? Because I can't think of one couple. This is just a part of society evolving in the direction it's supposed to go. And the same is what I feel for gender and pronoun specifics. Lauren says, I can't remember the exact name of the app, but it's a dating app that actually gives you the option to select one of 53 different gender identification classifications. And I can't even tell you where I would even begin to even know what most of them are referencing. Kurt says, it's our duty to make sure that we're well informed as time flies by and society evolves and changes, that we keep ourselves educated and informed on what we're supposed to do in specific situations such as this. It's our job to know that there are different genders and be respectful of what people identify as. Kelly says, I'd say about a four, but truthfully, I'd love to be like a seven or an eight. And I've actually been in specific situations where I've tried so hard to inquire on learning more with specific individuals and ended up offending them. And that was so not my intention. It's kind of difficult sometimes to get through one of those situations. Abraham says, there's no way anyone can be fully versed on all genders and preferred pronouns because gender is on a wide spectrum and is non-binary. Gender exclusivity is limitless. That is a very good point. Kevin says, I think I'm about a four, maybe a five. Like, I fully get it and understand. But sometimes when you actually look it up on the internet, there are so many different definitions. It's just so hard to keep up with what means what. And there's so many that actually mean something very similar. But also, do these pronouns apply to this or that or whatever? And it just gets a little confusing. But I'm willing to learn and maybe even learn from mistakes I've made with people. Anthony says, I just don't get it. I tried. I really tried to understand, but there's just far too much information for me to absorb all of it. Lori says, three, I know enough to be respectful, but not enough to be well-versed as English has been engineered in my brain for the last 40 years. And I told, okay, so here's the thing. This is one of my friends, clearly doesn't live in San Francisco, clearly lives in an area that might not be as exposed to some of this gender bending stuff. But I kind of understand what she's saying. Like my mind has been programmed for the last 40 years in the same way. So it's definitely very difficult to sort of change what you've been doing your entire fucking life. I get it, Lori. I get it. But I'm trying so fucking hard. It's just so crazy to get this cluster fuck of all different sorts of answers all over the place this week. But fortunately, all of the answers were aimed in a positive direction. And even the people who didn't claim to understand or felt a little lost, etc., expressed their desires to want to know more and or go through the motions of making sure that they said the right things and made sure that everybody felt comfortable in what they identify as. And honestly, for the people who are well-versed on this topic of conversation, good for you, because I just have to know more. And honestly, developing this specific episode has lit a fire under my ass 
to go through the motions to understand a little bit more about all the different things involved with all of these gender-bending specific situations. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to look out for the Instagram story each and every week at Exposing My Gay and respond to the weekly question. And don't forget, the funnier the answer, aside from this week's topic, because there's nothing funny about this specific topic of conversation, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. So most of the time, if it's funny, you'll be read live on the show. And always remember to be respectful to any and all people in between. And with that, let's hop into my <laughs> my unperfect research on all the different things that I feel in this week's My Gay Expose segment that you should be aware of in regards to gender, pronouns, and moving forward in today's gay society. Or actually, more appropriately, today's LGBTQ plus society. refers to a person's biological status and is typically assigned at birth. Usually on the basis of external anatomy, sex is typically categorized as male, female, or in some cases, intersex. Gender is often defined as a social construct of norms, behaviors, and roles that varies between societies and over time. Gender is often categorized as male, female, or non binary. Gender identity is one owns internal sense of self and their gender, whether that's a man, a woman, neither or both. Unlike gender expression, gender identity is not outwardly visible to others. Gender expression is how a person presents gender outwardly through behavior, clothing, voice, or other perceptive characteristics. Society identifies these cues as masculine or feminine, although this is considered masculine and feminine and doesn't necessarily mean that what they are in the beginning doesn't mean that it won't change over time and varies by culture. Cisgender is simply cis, is an adjective that describes a person whose gender identity aligns with the sex that they were assigned at birth. Transgender or simply trans, is an adjective used to describe someone whose gender identity differs from the sex assigned at birth. A transgender man, for example, is someone who was listed as female at birth, but now identifies as male. Cisgender and transgender have their own origins in the Latin derivative prefixes of cis and trans, cis meaning on the side of, and trans meaning across, from, or on the other side of. Both adjectives are used to describe experiences of someone's gender identity. Non-binary is a term that can be used by people who do not describe themselves as their genders as fitting into the categories of man or woman. A range of terms are used to refer to these experiences. Non-binary and genderqueer are among those terms that are sometimes used. Agender is an adjective that describes a person who does not identify as any gender. Gender expansive is an adjective that can describe someone with more flexible gender identity than might be associated with a typical gender binary. Gender transition is the process a person may take to bring themselves and or their bodies into alignment with their gender identity. Gender dysphoria refers to physical distress that results from an incongruence between one's sex assigned at birth and one's gender identity. Not all trans people experience dysphoria, and those who do may experience it at varying levels of identity. 
Sexual orientation refers to the enduring physical, romantic, and or emotional attraction to members of the same sex and or other genders and includes lesbian, gay, bisexual, and straight orientations. And intersex is an umbrella term used to describe people with differences in reproductive anatomy, chromosomes, or hormones that don't fit typical definitions of male and female. Otherwise known as people potentially born with multiple parts. So here's the thing, you guys. This was a whole fucking hell of a lot of information. And I'm going to be honest with you. Someone like me growing up in like Whiteville of Sacramento, California, being brainwashed with a Christian faith and just not knowing any better, but knowing all along that I was super gay and just growing up with that specific struggle coming of age and realizing that I am my one true self and then suddenly being slapped in the face. When I sit here thinking that I am the most open-minded individual in this world that lives in the heart of the Castro District of San Francisco, which really has everything to do with the letters of the LGBTQ plus alphabet. Suddenly, I come to this stark realization that there's so much more out there in regards to how people identify in regards to their gender, their pronouns, all the things, etc. And, you know, someone like me growing up with that gay struggle, overcoming it and finally realizing that in our society, we're coming to a place where we're sort of leaving all of that shit behind. And the next struggle is clearly the transgender's rights within our political (laughs) construct. Now we have all of these different pronouns that we have to tiptoe around and be respectful of. And to be honest with you, someone like me who considers himself to be such an open-minded individual, I I have no fucking clue. I am like clueless in regards to all of these different things pronouns mean and all the different variations and genders and what people identify with, etc. But here's the thing. Like, I want to be educated on this shit. Like, I actually want to know. And for those of us who consider ourselves Generation X and even some millennials, we just don't know how to process this entire journey for many of these people. And like, honestly, last time I checked, there was over 78 different gender options. And it's probably changed at this point. And I'm sure somebody's going to actually fucking correct me at some point once you hear this episode. But like, there's really just no rules. Just like Abraham said, gender is limitless. There's just really, it's just all over the place. It's just about expressing how one feels. On that note with no rules... Once upon a time, about two and a half, three, no, it was longer. It was around Pride season this last year. I was hit up on Grindr by a very attractive trans man who wanted to hook up on Grindr. And while I had never yet had sexual relations with a trans individual, I was definitely not opposed to it and went through with the process. It's so funny, too, because I'll never forget it. I called my best girl after the fact, like on my walk home from the guy's place. Like I was like, hey, I just had sex with a trans man. And my I remember my girlfriend. I'll never forget it. She was like, wait, so hold on. Let me get this straight. So it was a woman who transitioned into a man but sleeps with gay men who actively pursues sleeping with gay men. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Because that's what this specific individual's cup of tea was, apparently. And she was just, like, mind blown. She just didn't get it. But, like, who's to say that we're supposed to understand any of the things that we may not understand in regards to gender roles, pronouns, etc.? I actually was put into a situation in a work situation where I was actually told when I first got hired that there were two individuals who identified with the they, them pronouns. And that's all I was told. And I really didn't know any more than that. But these two individuals seemed 
very feminine, very girly. In fact, they dressed the role pretty extensively, like exposing their midriffs, definitely wearing short shorts. Very feminine clothing options were almost always what these two individuals showcased on a regular basis. And it was very clear that these two were born as female. Now, here's the thing. They identify as they, them, and I didn't really know the reasons why. And so for a long period of time, when I first started, I tiptoed around all of that. And I found myself in many situations where I just instinctually said she, her, and didn't realize that it was just one of those things that just slipped out of my mouth without even thinking about it. Have you been put into this kind of a situation yet? It's really difficult because you definitely want to respect people for who they are and what they identify as. But how do we get our minds into that place where we can really just hone in on using those they, them pronouns? But first and foremost, I really just wanted to understand more as to why these two seemingly born female individuals identified as they, them, and honestly carried themselves very much so as feminine in regards to their clothing and choices for like accessories, jewelry, etc. I I just didn't get it. Like, I I mean, call me old, whatever you want. I just, but I honestly wanted to understand. So one day I asked them both what it meant to them specifically And the definition I was given still kind of left me just a little bit more perplexed than what I thought. Like, I thought maybe I was going to get more of a solidified definition. But what they told me was that they both didn't fully feel that they felt 100% feminine all the time. So on some days, they'd wake up and feel just a little masculine. And some days, they'd wake up and feel just a little bit more feminine. And after this was explained to me... I fully understood based on their dressing choices. Like one specifically would come in one day wearing very masculine looking clothing. And then the very next day come in wearing like a short skirt and a midriff exposed. So again, I was put into a situation where I wanted so badly to understand it, but just didn't really know how to wrap my mind around it. But I do feel like this is specifically that gender identity definition. You know, the one that says that gender identity is its own internal self sense of their gender, whether it's a man, woman, neither, or both. Unlike gender expression, gender identity is not outwardly visible to others. And perhaps this is exactly what those two felt, that they just, it's not visually exposed to the world, but it's just what they felt about themselves. And you know what? I have 1000% respect for that. So it went through the motions of me trying so hard to get to a place where I had to actually force myself to say they, them, instead of my normal instinctual instinct to say her, she. It was really kind of a a difficult transition, but I finally made it and got through. Listen, here's the thing. I personally identify a lot more feminine than most cis straight males would consider themselves. I mean, I definitely don't like sports. I definitely very into a lot of girly shit, but I'm not like extremely feminine and I definitely... I'm in a situation now where because I'm not really working for any specific sort of company, I paint my nails on a regular basis, which I've never been able to do in my life. I'm growing my hair out longer. I definitely feel like expressing myself in any way I see fit in regards to embracing my femininity is something that I should do because who the fuck cares? But also, I love being a guy. I love being male and I love having a dick. (laughs) So I just, for me, I totally 100% identify as a gay cis male. 
And I love it. And I'm into it. And the fact that I'm able to paint my nails, grow my hair out, and maybe not wear the most masculine clothing is just my own personal preference. So this entire concept to me is something I would really just love to learn more about because there are clearly different ways of expressing oneself. I mean, look at like Troy Sivan, Harry Styles, Jaden Smith. Like there's all sorts of gender fucking going on out there. And I absolutely fucking eat it up on a regular basis. But I just want to know more. I want to know more about what it is to feel like you're not your gender at birth. I just want to know so bad because I just don't feel that way. And I just want to have more of an encompassed understanding of what this is like. And you guys, I have a trans man who will be a guest on Running Your Mouth with Ronnie coming your way Tuesday, two, 22, 22. <laughs> Got to get my shameless plug in there. But stay tuned for that because that is going to be a fucking amazing interview. Anything that I can learn in this life, I'm open to it. And I just can't wait to learn more with every day that goes by. But here's the thing. I don't expect any straight people to ever understand why I like taking dick up the ass and why I like sucking dick and why I like like loads of cum all over my face. I don't expect any of them to understand that. So therefore, there are things in this world that I don't fully understand either. And that doesn't mean it should be dismissed just because we don't fully get exactly what it is and why it's defined in that way. And I honestly do feel this is a generational gap in a sense because, like I said before, you know, growing up, my struggle was being gay and in the environment I was in, being gay wasn't okay. But now that I'm in a place where being okay is like socially acceptable and kind of the norm in my specific city, it's just more along the lines of whose next journey and struggle we have to fight through to get their rights to basically get them to a place where we as gay individuals now feel in our specific society. Look, listen, all of the, the, the L and the G are the only two letters of the LGBTQ plus alphabet. Excuse me, I fumbled over that one. The LGBTQ plus alphabet <laughs> that will ever be fully, I feel in this time frame, accepted by non- LGBTQ plus individuals. There's still so much work to do in regards to transgender and all the other letters that incorporate the plus portion of the LGBTQ plus alphabet. And it's my job as a fucking LGBTQ plus advocate. God, I don't even think I've said that so many fucking times in one episode, but it is my job to make sure that I fully get educated and understand 100% what all of this means. And you guys, I am so excited to start this running your mouth with Ronnie journey for the second show because I have one specific individual who is fully versed on all these different definitions. And like every time I talk to this individual, I'm just like jaw drop to the floor beyond overwhelmed by how much insight they have into this specific topic. So that will be a guest on the show. So excited for that. And hopefully this will shed just a little bit more light on this whole gender pronoun journey. But in the meantime, if you're at the age range that I am or consider yourself to be someone who doesn't understand this, my encouragement to you is to put yourself in their shoes. And honestly, just feel it out for yourself and just respect them in just the same way that you would want to be treated and or respected about who you are as an individual. It's honestly the right thing to fucking do and you should fucking do it. But I have to say, I have so much more to learn about this topic and getting the Your Gay Expose answers this week and knowing that most of my friends are kind of the same age range as me 
it's really kind of disheartening to understand that there is just so many of us out there that like don't fully understand, don't get it. And I get it's a lot of information, but we have to do our due diligence to respect others and really just embrace them in exactly the way that they are. And that's the way I fucking see it. That's this week's My Gay Expose on gender pronouns. So what do we learn today, boys and girls? Ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender and questioning. And if there's any one specific classification that I was supposed to list right there and left out, please, by all means, forgive me. I'm doing my due diligence to try and maneuver through this entire pronoun slash gender journey. But what did we learn this week? I think we learned a whole fucking hell of a lot. I learned a whole fucking hell of a lot about all the different things that we need to research and make sure that we're fully aware and acknowledge when we meet others in our lives who identify a certain way. Because remember, when you were that gay little 10-year-old boy who was watching Mark Wahlberg and getting his very first boner and you felt a certain way, all of these people feel a certain way because that's the way that they're supposed to feel about themselves and expressing their true self is the biggest reward that any one specific person can do for themselves, regardless of gender. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and give it a fucking five-star rating. Follow on Spotify and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. Stay tuned for more information on the 2.0 launch of RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And when you're visiting me on any of my socials, click the Linktree link and subscribe to A Gay in the Life of Ronnie and get all the fun information coming soon in a monthly newsletter form. Trust me, you're going to love it. I have so much fun shit planned for that shit. I can't wait to do the first month. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will see you and refer to you as they, them, on this show next time.
Oh, 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 oh,